Welcome to the Dreaming Big Podcast, where we talk about how to move from feeling stuck and stagnant in your life to accessing your dreams and passions. This is the place to make space for those big and often uncomfortable emotions without judgment or conditions so you can figure out what you want to be doing instead. I'm your host, Allison Gomez, licensed marriage and family therapist in California. Now, before we get started, this podcast is not to be a replacement for therapy, nor is meant to be used for mental health, medical, or psychiatric treatment. If you are needing assistance, go to therapyden.com or inclusivetherapist.com to find a therapist in your area. Or if you would like to work with me, go to healingwithgroup.com. Hello, welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about self-judgment, what that is, what leads to them, and how they can help you, not help you, but how they can lead to you spiraling out of control with your emotions and how to stop them. Because this is really actually very important when it comes to learning how to take risks for the things that you want to do and learning what you want, because there is a lot of self-judgments in our life. Um, and we're kind of trained that way. We learn to judge ourselves based on a variety of things based on the people in our environment. So that's can be like family members, parents, friends, and the way that they judge us, whether or not they're intentionally trying to put us down we instead internalize that information and we use it against ourselves. So, you know, like example from my life, when I was in my graduate school program, I would sometimes get my head when I would try to do therapy, but that was because I was getting a lot of feedback and sometimes it'd be really overwhelming and I'm trying to do like everything all at the same time and I get stuck. And I would get feedback that really wasn't constructive. It's more like, hey, you look, you look really weird. <laughs> I think one time I actually got something like, you look really weird when, cause I'm, can be very flamboyant with my, with my physical gestures. So I like to flail. Flailing is, it's just what comes easy. I get excited. I flail. Um, and you know, I was pretty much told how weird it was for me to do something like that in a therapy session. And I, and I carried that for a while. And so I would get super critical about how I looked at all times because, you know, if I was doing something wrong, then I was considered weird when in reality, if my clients are cool with it, my clients are cool with it. And if they're not, they're not. And that's okay. I don't have to be, I don't have to be palatable for every single client because I'm not always a good fit for every single client. In fact, I'm not a good fit for a lot of potential clients and that is okay because there are other therapists who will be better fits. But that kind of information, you know, I took in and I internalized it, which made it harder for me to do therapy. And so that's the thing about self-judgment. It can feel like, oh, I, I need to say this to myself because that's going to motivate me to do better. But it really doesn't because what it can do is if it sets up this expectation that you can achieve something that may or may not be realistic. And if you don't achieve it, it's in something poorly about you. It's not just like, oh, hey, this is a learning opportunity. What can I do to do better so I can reach that goal? But more like what's wrong with you? And I don't know about you, but when when I hear that 
for myself or from others, it makes it really hard for me to be open and vulnerable to listening to more information that's going to get me to where I want. And when you probably hear that in your head, it probably doesn't lead you to feeling hopeful, but more like ashamed and guilty or, you know, feeling embarrassed. And even those emotions can be really uncomfortable. So, and this is where I'm going to talk about like spiraling from self-judgment. So if you have this judgment, let's say, you know, in my case, like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something weird and I feel embarrassed about it then that's going to lead to, okay, well, what judgments am I going to have because I'm feeling embarrassed? Oh, I guess that must mean I'm a bad therapist or I'm a bad student or I'm a bad whatever, which leads to more shame and guilt, which leads to more intense feelings. And so it just kind of keeps spiraling and spiraling. But we say it's criticism, but really it's just us putting ourselves down because true criticism, again, is information that's going to help us get us to improve something um, and not necessarily make us feel small and not want to take chances. So what do you do if you find yourself in this cycle? I mean, I feel like a broken record when I say it, but it really comes down to learning how to be compassionate and curious with your feelings, um, especially when you're finding yourself being judgmental. Because it happens so automatically that you don't really even notice. I mean, because seriously, like if I, like I challenge you to go pay attention to your thoughts, like for a day and count how many times you put yourself down. And I'm not talking about like, just like calling yourself names, but even like saying things like good or bad, because a lot of people will kind of defend their judgments because they feel, again, they feel like that's what's needed to make sure that they're that they're not going to fail in some way, (laughs) like let people down. Well, if I don't tell myself I'm a bad person for this, then I'm going to do it again. Like, no, you seem to care about people. So you probably won't do that again, you know? (laughs) So like going away from facts and just kind of interpreting like, this is ugly. This is bad. This is horrible. This is awful. Or I'm excellent in this or whatever. Instead of focusing on the facts of like, hey, this went really well. Or, you know, I... I was able to achieve the thing that I wanted to achieve. Yay. So what do you do when those thoughts come up? Moral story. What do you do when those thoughts come up? Well, when those thoughts come up, be compassionate and curious. What's going on that's leading to this thought? What feeling is underneath this thought, underneath this thought um, that needs to be addressed? Because if it's feeling of embarrassment, okay, what's, what's going on about What about that situation is embarrassing? And how do you comfort yourself? How do you show compassion for yourself in that moment? If it's fear, how do you show compassion for that fear? What do you have to do to soothe that fear? So, like, for example, um, I get really stuck in my head a lot of times. And usually like on papers, and this is where I I usually see it, is I can't think of anything to write on a paper. Usually I have to write crap, like complete crap on a paper and then clean it up to make it legible and make it so people can understand what I'm saying. But before that, usually it's just kind of like brain dump. Like, let me just get all these ideas out because I can't, otherwise I get two in my head and try to make it perfect. But you can't, it's kind of harder to do that with things like podcasting, 
So I can't just brain dump. I mean, I guess I could, but, you know, that's going to involve a lot of editing. And I don't know if I want to do that. I'm all about ease and I'm kind of lazy. So like, and I'm not judging myself. Like I embrace this, like whatever, like I am totally cool with that. It, if it involves a lot of effort, I'm probably not going to do it. But me sharing these thoughts and rambling sometimes lead me to judging myself of, well, if I don't say things perfectly, no one's going to hear what I'm saying and they're going to log, you know, they're going to stop listening. And there might be some truth to that. And at the same time, I think the people who will benefit from this will probably listen to it anyway, and maybe even appreciate my quirks because, you know, everyone sounds so polished all the time. And it's nice to know that you don't always have to be polished and you can still be heard. So that's an example of me like exploring that judgment, like, you know, hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm like dooming myself because I'm this, not this professional but really what it is, is I don't want to be dismissed. There's a fear of that. And like comforting with myself with, it's going to be fine either way. Like this doesn't define who I am as a therapist. This doesn't define who I am as a person. This is me just putting something out there and it could actually be doing some good. So for you, what are things that you can do to not judge yourself when you're having those, when you're having those uncomfortable feelings? And they turn to judgments. And if you can't think of anything, that is perfectly okay too. I mean, a good place to start is to say, well, that's not necessarily true. It feels like that. It feels like I'm an awful person. It feels like I ruined everything. It feels like, you know, but it's not, that's not the actual reality. And that can be a really good place to start because if you're not used to seeing people be kind to themselves when they show up imperfect, imperfectly, and be received in a compassionate way from society, it's really hard to model that, like do that for yourself. So as we wrap up, um, I encourage you to pay attention to the thoughts that are coming into your head. And the ones that are kind of like an asshole, like would a friend say something like this? Which I probably should stop saying because there are plenty of friends who are super judgy. Um, but if in a healthy, safe, emotionally safe and vulnerable friendship, would that friend say something like that to you? Or would it be somebody who you probably avoid and you wouldn't share that? Because if it's not the supportive friend, but the judgy friend saying it, then it's probably an asshole statement and you would benefit from challenging it and being kind to yourself. So I hope this was helpful today and I look forward to being here again and have a toodles. If you have enjoyed today's podcast and are ready to take the leap to embrace your emotions and trust yourself so you can start dreaming, go to healingwithgroup.com. Make sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode drops. You can also follow me on Instagram at Allison Gomez LMFT.